0: Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. The High Court has ruled the government's decision to allow British anti-transgender activist Posey Parker into the country was lawful. We look at the legal aspect of this case just after four. Yesterday we discussed National's new education strategy, an hour a day on reading, on writing, and there's a new focus, or new-ish focus, on what's known as structured literacy. We talk about that uh, after four. And New Zealand's sporting community was rocked this week with news. A lead runner Zane Robertson uh, was banned from the sport for eight years. Yesterday he came out and revealed why he did it. That just after 430 Kate Evans. Kate Evans joined us. She's spent the last 10 years researching a book about Fijoas. Any questions for Kate, send them my way. 10 years is a long time to talk about Fijoas or just to research. Um, We had quite a response uh, regarding Pratik, who came on the show, the only New Zealander to have never tasted a Fijoa. He uh, tasted it on our show uh, two days ago. And I was thinking today, this is my I've been thinking, we discuss daily many negative aspects about New Zealand, and rightly so, be it child poverty or social cohesion. But I'll, as I was writing to work, I thought, well, what's good about living here? Small, like the colour of our leaves, to large, an operation that went well, or a great local panel beater. What's one positive thing about living here text me 2101 or email panel at rnz.co.nz with me this afternoon victoria McLennan, businesswoman diversity and equity advocate victoria kia ora. good to have you here
1: kia ora, wallace thanks for having me back
0: it is a pleasure and simon wilson senior writer for the new zealand herald simon kia ora kia ora to you wallace here's one little thought uh, maybe put it in the good pile i'm really impressed by your A five notebook, <laughs> it is. It, here's just a little introduction to Simon Wilson. It is jam packed with your scribbles. No, it's coherent writing. Is it? <laughs>
2: we'll see, won't we?
0: You don't use an iPad, you don't look at a screen, but clearly the written word, this is how you form your thoughts.
2: Um, I, As you can see, I do have my phone here with me as well, but I certainly haven't, well, don't own an iPad, do own a laptop, um, left it where I last was. Um, I, I always try to always have my A5 hardcover notebook with me. And I like it. It's, it's a, to me, it's a little bit like you know eating off the plate you want to eat off and having your mug of tea out of the the mug you really like. I like using a a nice notebook. It's just me.
0: Let's uh, dip into the Friday mailbag. I I guess I was really surprised at the memories of being on the Littleton to Wellington Ferry. Some have suggested why don't we bring this back. Stopped in 1976. So many responses. Sophie says in 1970 as a family of six, I was four or five. We travelled on the ferry at night to Littleton. It was so exciting as a small child with my three older Brothers. Um, another one here, uh, Christine says the best thing I can recall uh, from the fairies was learning a new word, cuspidor. This was a little cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> a <spittoon>? <laughs> <laughs> This was a little cardboard container, <laughs> which panel which swung out from the bedside cabinet. A lovely little cuspidor was on the outside. It was, of course, to vomit into. I recall lying in bed. trying not to look at the word just in case. Also, there was a huge advertising sign on the hills of Littleton Harbour as the boat sailed into the ocean swell saying, <laughs> Lane's emulsion. Uh, another sign to avoid looking at as the ocean swell. Hit. Good program. This is, uh, it's amazing, Victoria. Uh, who remembers what, you know, as you reach back into your mind. Did you at all go on the Littleton to Wellington Ferry?
1: I believe I did, but (laughs) as I was only probably six at the time, I don't really remember um, when it finished. But I do remember fondly being at primary school in the and the um, Picton Ferry going on strike every time we are away for school holidays and getting more days off because we couldn't get back from Wellington to Picton. I remember that quite fondly.
0: What about you, I went Simon? on it too. I, I was you? 16
2: when I went on it and I remember it as one of the great new gosh, am I an adult experiences of my life. My family went on a trip from Wellington, where we lived, down to the Rootburn Track to tramp the Rootburn Tramp with another family. We had a fabulous holiday on the Rootburn, and the deal I had made with my parents was I would be able to leave them and the rest of the family holiday after that, get the train back to Christchurch and the boat the overnight boat back to uh, Wellington which I did. I remember a very lumpy bed but an extraordinarily wonderful experience. What a great Although story. the river itself was even better. Okay, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, uh, yeah, Jeremy says, awful, I went to 75, awful storm all the way there. My brother was thrown out of the top bunk, arrived in Wellington on anniversary day, everything shut, weather filthy. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, bring it back. Uh, also today, being on a manual or panel, a panel was in the spotlight for having all male guests organized by the Auckland <laughs> University Law the Student Society, uh, to be fair, it was rejigged last minute. Uh, really interesting responses here on this Nick, a lawyer says, Listen to your panel discussion reminds me of being uh, a high school student forty five years ago attending a similar forum. Clearly nothing 's changed. We had five admittedly entertaining panelists from five large law form- forms. Firms or male Pākehā. I've been practising law for 40 years. It would be helpful if these forums included practitioners from outside the big firms to give a different perspective. So, uh, Victoria, on that, have you um, been on a panel? You've been on many panels, wouldn't you? And hey, hey presto, although all male.
1: Yeah, I um, am often the first one to call out menals, and will tweet them um, with photos and call out oh, event you? organisers. Interestingly, I just had a bit of an argument with Auckland Uni about their Gibbons Lecture Series. Same problem, four men um, that they're going to be spotlighting this year. So oh. maybe Auckland University have a bit of a blind spot there.
2: Well, they do, clearly.
1: Yeah, that, that's, interesting. That, that's really
0: surprising. And that's still, as you, still going ahead, as you know?
1: Uh, As I know, yes, but concerning.
0: We may look into that. What about you, Simon? There are some who have said that, uh, I guess, as a male, you do ask. And if there are all males, you go, well, is there other... Yeah,
2: I I find myself doing that. And I I do panels on things like transport, where there tend to be uh, quite a lot of men who have things to say, but there are also lots of women in that field too. And, you know, so um, you you do... I'm, I'm not really... Well, it's easy to say, isn't it? I don't want to be on panels with all men, but here I am, um, indulging myself by sharing my thoughts and.
0: Sure, yes. yep, all right, very you good. You asked me and I said yes. Yes, no, no, indeed, okay, thanks for that, that's uh, being on a mantle. You uh, can ask me back. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll see, Simon. We'll see, yeah. uh, Now, should controversial activist Posey Parker have been banned from New Zealand? Uh, yes, says Craig, good afternoon, Wallace, uh, I'm totally against her and her beliefs, but I say let her in, I'd encourage those that want to protest against her not to protest. In fact, if they didn't protest, she'd be a non-event. Jill says, No, I have a long history of rallies and protests for gay rights and women's rights against the Vietnam War and nuclear war in favour of a living wage and action on climate change. I am aware that trans activists are organising mass protests, but I will not be silenced, says Jill. So, uh, look, we talk about that after four on the panel. And library cuts as well. We talked about that because, uh, look, uh, the Auckland strategy, there is um, a number of cuts being mooted. We're not quite sure what uh, the end result's going to be, but libraries are clearly in the gun, and many of you came to cheer for your local library. March says. Wallace, I just love our wonderful library in Palmerston North. Its value is immeasurable. I spent hours there when studying. There are many valuable books which cannot be taken out. The library is welcoming and a safe, warm space in winter. Tony says libraries are a space that uh, is available to all strata of the community and, as such, do enhance social cohesion. Orkin could sell off one of its golf courses if it wanted to pay debt. Um, I don't know about that. I've just gotten into full swing on Netflix and I'm starting to, for the first time in my life, love golf. Round the panel on this, the value... Of a good library, Vic what do you th- what do you reckon?
1: I think libraries are invaluable, and librarians are so special, like teachers, they've hold such a strong role in our communities, supporting young and older people, um, and so much more than just books, you know I, in libraries around the country, people come in with wanting help with their cell phones, wanting help for all sorts of things. So I think they're invaluable, we need to support them however we can.
0: A oh,
2: look, I, I agree. And libraries aren't just books. In fact, um, you could possibly argue they're not even primarily books. I'm sure they are primarily books, but there's a vast number of other things that they serve the community with these days. And you go into... I go into the Central Library every time I go, and it's full of people, uh, people studying, people reading, people uh, doing the things they want to do there, and uh, it's fantastic. Um, I also know... I was at a City Council meeting in Auckland yesterday. Um, there were... The council, I think, at one point uh, put in 700 hours of phoning people whose homes had been red-stickered because of the recent storms um, to to check up on them. Um, the people who do that work are librarians and other council staff uh, no. because they are seconded onto that kind of work. Council doesn't have an army of disaster response workers sitting around waiting for a disaster. They deploy their own staff, and librarians in COVID and in in flood relief, uh, have been in the forefront
0: of that. Okay, interesting. Very good. Uh, Victoria, what's your IBT today? What's been on your mind?
1: Well, I've just been on holiday, which was fab. I went to the Catlins in Fiordland, where I've been when I was young, but great to go as an adult. Um, but one of the issues with going down there is, connectivity's terrible, I'm a Spark customer and we had no coverage in the Catlins whatsoever and really patchy through the rest of Southland. So it was great to see they were digging a fibre trench on the Milford Road, which sounds like it's been polarising the locals there and it means that people will be able to do their Instagrams and TikToks live once they've got coverage through through the to, to Milford there But it's got me thinking about how do we get to a place here in New Zealand where everyone in Aotearoa has access to quality and affordable internet connections. It's really confusing about what you should be signing up to. There are so many different plans. Mm. They're really expensive. And for some households who are on benefits or low incomes, choosing to pay for the internet is just something they can't afford. So we've got to resolve this somehow.
0: Equity in connectivity. Very good, Vic Uh Simon Wilson. I've been thinking I've
2: been thinking about London in fact I've been thinking particularly about bicycles in London everyone will know that Boris Johnson uh, famously rode bikes in London and popularized the idea uh, the city of London corporation which is the council that runs the square mile in the middle of that city which is the enormous CBD and a lot of housing as well uh, measures how people move around in the, in its area they, the last time they did it was uh, in November last year a wet and cold day in November they used 30 sites to measure everything that was moving And they found that 40% of all traffic in the City of London were people on a bicycle. During peak times, 27%. That is a bigger number than people who were in cars. In other words, bicycles are now the main transport mechanism for people moving around in London and there are reasons for it. One of them is that there's a congestion charge, another one is they have built lots of safe cycleways, a third one is that in COVID uh, they put in temporary cycleways and when COVID uh, restrictions were lifted they left them there and built on them. A fourth one is that they had business and popular demand and that goes back years. Ten years ago there were 200 companies that lobbied for safe cycle. Ways in central London because their employees wanted in. It. it was finance companies, the Royal Opera House, not-for-profits, media companies, including the Financial Times, retailers, universities, manufacturers like Unilever and Coca-Cola, property companies, Microsoft, professional firms like Deloitte's, and the City of London Police. So enormous Ryan. business support. And on top of that, there was wide political support. I mentioned Boris Johnson. Now, it doesn't have to be a left-right issue, but what they did there in that city is they said, we will not be able to move at all. If we assume that cars should have priority, uh, so we must interesting. change interesting.
0: So more people are cycling in London. So it's not a left-right issue there. That's right. But it's very politicised here. It is also true. So would the start be to get a conglomeration of businesses together? Yeah. Great idea. Right. Absolutely great idea for businesses to take a lead. We on could this. come back to that on the panel next week for now, though. Simon Wilson uh, and Victoria McLennan on Friday's panel. It is Power Ballad Friday. Very exciting. Stay with us. And wonderful responses coming to what's a small thing about New Zealand you love, Mr. Whippy, says someone.